Gail Trotter, a conservative voice for you, right inside our nation's capital. Legal and political analysis. Now, The Gail Trotter Show. Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of The Gail Trotter Show. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss one of these exciting new episodes. We're going to go through the five questions that Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany asked on fire to the press in the White House briefing on Friday. I thought this was a phenomenal job that Kaylee did. And you might remember that this podcast interviewed Kaylee when she was the head of the RNC. She was spokeswoman for the Republican National Committee. And now she has been put in the very exciting and wonderful spot of press secretary. You know that the media has continued to go after Donald Trump with a vengeance, and now they have met their match in Kaylee McEnany. So she shared with the press five questions that they should be asking President Obama, and I would also add Joe Biden, about what happened during the Obama administration. So we're going to go through these one at a time. And today's episode is going to be dealing with the first question that Kaylee McEnany asked the mainstream media. The question is, why did the Obama administration use opposition research funded by a political organization filled with foreign dirt to spy on members of the Trump campaign. This is a question that for some reason, the mainstream media has a complete lack of curiosity about. And I'd like to go through the facts as we know them to help educate the mainstream media. And I hope and pray that one day they will ask Obama and Vice President Biden these questions. They may not have the opportunity to ask Obama this question. He doesn't make himself come forward for press opportunities very often right now, but certainly they can go after Vice President Biden and ask, ask him these questions. And if they have the opportunity, if Obama is out there on the circuit talking about favoring Vice President Biden's bid to become president, they can ask Obama these questions then too. So let's dig into this question. Why did the Obama administration use opposition research funded by a political organization to filled with this dirt created by foreigners to try and spy on the Trump campaign? Well, let's take this question apart into different pieces. First, the opposition research. Now, if the, you're talking about the opposition research, Kaylee McEnany is referring to the dirty dossier. You re might remember this was in the press all the time in 2017. Now, you might not know that the dirty dossier was the work product of the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee, the DNC. Now, James Comey, the director of the FBI at that time, said that the dirty dossier was salacious and unverified, meaning it was unproven. It didn't have the force of evidence behind it to say that it was factual. Instead, it was just titillating. It was made up of political dirt that has been completely discredited since it first emerged. Where did this dirty dossier come from? 
Mark Elias of Perkins Coie, a DC law firm, was representing the Hillary Clinton campaign in 2016 and the Democratic National Committee, the DNC, and Mark Elias retained another company called Fusion GPS, which is a Washington firm. He retained Fusion, Fusion GPS to conduct research. The Washington Post, not known as a conservative organization, reported this fact in October of 2017. But I told you on January 12, 2017, that obviously the dirty dossier originated from the Hillary Clinton campaign. You might ask, well, how did I know that? When the dirty dossier was first published, on the very first page of the dirty dossier, Christopher Steele was quick to point out that a supposedly parallel dossier existed for Hillary, but it contained only, quote, bugged conversations and no embarrassing conduct. When I saw this, I concluded that it was transparently protective of Hillary Clinton, and out of 30-plus pages of anti-Trump material, it was way too convenient that this Hillary-favorable information appeared on page one of the dossier. It was way too convenient, and it was way too obvious. As it turned out, a firm called Fusion GPS hired Christopher Steele, who is a former British intelligence officer with ties to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, and the U.S. intelligence community. Perkins Coie retained the company in April 2016 on behalf of the Clinton campaign and the DNC. The Clinton campaign and the DNC, through this law firm, Perkins Coie, continued to fund Fusion GPS's research through the end of October 2016, days before Election Day. Now, Fusion GPS, this Washington firm, gave Steele's reports and other research documents to Mark Elias, who was at the law firm, Perkins Coie, that was hired by Hillary Clinton's campaign and by the DNC. So then we get into the second point of Kaylee McEnany's question, the issue of asking why, why did you use this dirty dossier to spy on members of the Trump campaign? So getting into that question of spying on members of the Trump campaign, now officials on the crossfire hurricane Trump-Russia investigation, they went to extraordinary, almost comical lengths to seek surveillance authority of figures like Trump aide Carter Page. In one episode, an FBI attorney inserted the words, not a source, in an email he'd received from the CIA. This disguised the fact that Carter Page had been an informant for the CIA and had told the government about being approached by Russian intelligence. The government attorney then passed on the email to an FBI supervisory special agent who signed a FISA warrant application on Page that held those Russian contacts against Page without disclosing Page's role as a CIA informant. So Carter Page was working as a CIA informant and this FBI agent inserted in the email that he was not a source 
And yet that is exactly why he was having contacts with these people in the first place. Now, Michael Horowitz, he was the Obama appointee inspector general of the FBI. He determined that the Crossfire Hurricanes team's receipt of Steele's election reporting on September 19, 2016, paid, played a, quote, central and essential role, end quote, in the FBI's and the DOJ's decision to seek a surveillance order from the Secret Foreign Intelligence Court, which is the FISA court. The FBI used this totally fake dossier, which on January 12, 2017, I told you was complete garbage and an obvious product of the Hillary Clinton campaign. Now, the FBI used this report to get FISA court authorization to spy on the Trump campaign. The Steele dossier was internet rumor, and corroboration for the, quote, P-tape story was zero. The Steele report reads like a pile of rumors surrounded by public information pulled off the internet, and the Horowitz report does nothing, nothing to dispel this notion. Horowitz concluded that the dossier was unsubstantiated garbage. Now, the P-tape story, which inspired countless grave headlines and plunged the Trump presidency into crisis before it even began, was based on a conversation that over beers with sexual allegations made in jest. It was a conspiracy theory based on a report that James Comey described as salacious and unverified material that a responsible journalist wouldn't report without corroborating. And yet, somehow, this became the driving news story in the United States for two years. Responsible reporters know that anybody who touched this nonsense in print should be mortified, should be embarrassed. Over months of work, FBI, FBI agents painstakingly researched every claim that Steele made about Trump's possible collusion with Russia and assembled their findings into a spreadsheet-like document. The vast majority of Steele's claims were deemed to be wrong or could not be corroborated even with the most awesome tools available to the U.S. intelligence community. The spreadsheet found upward of 90% of the dossier's claims to be either wrong, unverifiable, or open source intelligence found with a Google search. In other words, the dirty dossier was mostly useless. So we go back to Kaylee McEnany's point that the mainstream media is not doing its job. They should understand that their, their whole freedom, the freedom of the press, is to try and challenge abuse of power. And there is no stronger abuse of power in the entire history of this American experiment than the Obama administration trying to derail the election of Trump or to damage his presidency or to get him impeached. And so if the mainstream media won't do their job, we are here to do it 
for them. We're gonna continue to follow through. We've got four more questions that Kaylee McEnany raised for the mainstream media to cover. We're gonna cover those this week. I hope that you will subscribe down below, hit the bell and comment what you think about this revelation that Kaylee McEnany is asking the mainstream media. And thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.